Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Randy has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. He did the work for us. We had a texter say the Oilers are tied for the fewest actual losses in the league at 16. Uh, 16 losses, including overtime. Only Vancouver and Winnipeg can match that. Now, the Oilers have played fewer games than those teams. That should be noted. That's an awesome text. We're entering it for the Text of the Week drop, where winners receive three months of washes at my favorite car wash, Great White Car Wash, 104-169 Street. As we head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063, the River Creek Resort Casino. Excitement bet on it. We welcome back to the show... Frank Cervelli for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Experience. Live standard bid racing every Friday in January at a new 7.30 post time at the Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. View the full schedule at thehorses.com. Hello, Frank. How are you doing? I'm good. No better way to spend a Friday night than with you. I, yeah, I used to hear that all the time back in the 80s and uh, early 90s. I'm just joking. What happened? <laughs> okay, pot. Uh, so... <laughs> 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 I know. All, all my wife ever hears from her her uh, her friends are you poor woman uh, having to deal with that big lug. So let's uh, let's get to it here, Frank. One of the conversations we, we open up the phone lines. We don't do that a lot on this show, and I wanted people to be honest. I wanted to find out how many people actually fell off the bandwagon at the start of the year three nine and one. The Edmonton Oilers are on a 15-game heater. I want you to give me the assessment on, first of all, are you surprised how quickly Edmonton got the ship steered in the right direction? And question number two, why has this happened? Well, I'm I'm surprised how, yes, how quickly it it happened. I mean, I I told you what, you know, at, at the time that they made the coaching change, not just what, the the logical thought process would be, but also really what the Edmonton Oilers internal goal was. And that was to get to 41 points in 41 games, get to level ground by the midway point of the year. And so what I I'm surprised that we are one game left before the all-star break and the Oilers are now challenging for home ice in the first round that part is really unexpected. I I never really had any doubt that they would make the playoffs. I, you know, the the West and the last two seeds were always sort of up for grabs and I I didn't think there was much competition there. But I thought they'd be scrapping and clawing well into March to to get back to that spot. And the fact that it's you know, we haven't reached February yet. Like that's a huge feather in their cap. It's really turns down the stress level for everyone involved. I think they'll be better off in the long run for what they went through and losing the confidence that they did and and how they found it again. And to answer the second part of the question is why? Well, they've defended a lot better. 
And that I think is what's been most impressive about this Oilers team is you look at this 15 game winning streak, neither Connor McDavid nor Leon Dreisaitl is in the top 10 in scoring in that stretch since that win streak began. And you look at the way this defense has really been efficient as much credit goes to Chris Knobloch and his group. It's really Paul Coffey and the confidence that he reinstilled in this defense core, how simple they've turned the game into and the pace part, the transition game that goes to Chris Knobloch, but they've also at the same time found a way to get Stuart Skinner to have his head screwed on straight because they've played better defensively. So everything is, is interconnected and interrelated. It's never really just one thing. And that's, that's the Edmonton Oilers first half of the season in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, so you're not buying what PK Subban was putting down last week about the fact, Oh, McDavid's having an off the charts year. And yeah. I've never, I've really ever paid any attention to anything PK Subban says. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, so now there's people that do the work and there's people that don't. And you can tell pretty quickly who that is. Yeah. Well, it is. I, I must tell you, as somebody who watched a similar system be deployed for seven or eight years while I did another team's games, I'm not surprised the orders look the way they look. In fact, I think I told you that's how they were going to look. That's how they were going to play. Uh, Paul, So go ahead. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. They, they made the coaching change on a Sunday morning, as you remember, and you know we, we had you and I had invariably touched base at some point during the stretch of that morning, and that's exactly what you said then. And that's sort of what we've seen since is, again, I, I just, I thought these changes would be implemented. I wasn't sure how quickly they you would see the results. And yep. to be fair, no one, and I mean no one, has thought a 15-game winning streak. No. Challenging an NHL record. Like, that wasn't really a twinkle in anyone's eye. Right. 23-3. and three in the last 26 games over the last two months. The best record in the National Hockey League. Number one in goals for it. Number two in goals against. I think that's the biggest surprise, which you're referring to. Number four in the power play. Number one on the penalty kill. Number one in expected goals for five on five. I got news for you. If you're number one on the penalty kill and you're number one five on five expected goals for, you're probably winning games. Like, if you combine those two stats, 
you're probably in good shape because it means that you're not getting beat on special teams. And conversely, you'd have to be really un- if if you're if you're number one in penalty killing, that's a sign that you can defend when you're shorthanded. So in theory, you would think that you would like they're at 120 percent on the special teams rank over the last two months. Yeah, that's not sustainable. Right, and we know that. Um, you know. So he, here, I'll, I'll tell you another thing that's been actually really impressive through this whole thing it is a psyche check. Like I, I met up with you and the Oilers in New Jersey for a practice day. They had just lost to the Islanders. Yep. They had gotten spanked by the Panthers, lost and gave up seven to the Bolts. Who they should have beaten in that game. They had 57 shots on goal. They played really okay. well. Lost the game. Still gave up seven. Can't win when you give up seven. Nope. And they lost. So that was, it was win eight, lose three. Yep. And there was, it's right before Christmas. You had back-to-back games against the Devils and Rangers. And there was this sort of moment where this team was, you know, they were beginning Teetering. to smell themselves again. Yep. Hey, which way are we going here? Are we going on a skid or are we going on a run? And they haven't lost again since. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, Rob Brown uh, said, you know, the Oilers got 12 games in the month of January. And Brownie was 12? Maybe they got, uh, well, wait a sec. They've got a 15-game winning streak. Yeah, they won five. In uh, Five of those games were won in December, right? Yeah, five. The two games in New York. No, three. There was three. Yeah, sorry, you're right. Five. Five. Yep. So they're at 15. So they've won 10. And they have 11. And he's uh, 11 in the month of January. Tomorrow's the 11th game. And he said, Bob, I could see the Oilers going 14. He said this after Edmonton beat L.A. that night. He goes, if you look at the schedule, I could see Edmonton going 14-2. and two. Well, he's going to be wrong because they're going to go at least 15-1, and one, depending on what happens tomorrow. So let's get to some questions that the fans are texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Frank Cervelli, by the way, is our headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. The Calgary Flames have dropped four straight games. To me, they're one of the most obvious teams in the league to be a seller, Frank. What do you think? Agreed. I, I think they feel that way. I think they're waiting for the market to heat up. And the easiest explanation is this. You're not winning with these guys. Why would you re-sign them and keep them? I think there's a, a rare exception here. Like, you know, Noah Hannafin, you can't if you're trying to be if you're trying to be competitive in a two to three year window from now, and I think in an ideal world, if you injected some truth serum into the flames, it would be in the year in which their new arena opens. That they have a, a solid. Well, sorry, what year? That, do, do we know what year that is? I I think it's going to be twenty twenty six twenty seven. Okay, can somebody text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line? Somebody that's listening right now. What year? We were just down in Calgary. There seems to be some debate over when it's actually going to be done. Yeah, I, I so I was there last week and and checked in. They're still going through their uh, contract process, right. and it's not really the city that's been a pain. Apparently, it's been the province and. Well, they are. They're, get, they're getting three hundred million from the province. Oh, I I understand, but it's the the paperwork has been a pain, and so th- apparently, the day after Stampede ends is when they're planning to put shovels in the ground. Okay, good job, excellent reporting on your part, Elias Lindholm and Hannafin. Well, I, no, just just Hannafin because every day that goes past, there's no like I think there's it's not no chance, but 
the chance is dwindling that Lindholm is staying. What is the um, what is the acquisition cost for Elias Lindholm? Uh, it's expensive. Like it's it's Ryan O'Reilly plus plus. I think. Um, and that's with Ryan O'Reilly, you know, having a Stanley Cup and a Conn Smythe Trophy and a Selkie. The difference is O'Reilly was a few years older. Um, he's, you know, even he's probably not that season that he was traded, definitely not as productive as Lindholm has been, which is still a down year for him. And if you think back, it was a first, second, third, and fourth. But part of that was to get Minnesota to eat some money. Uh, part of that was... Achari. They got Achari. Yeah, Noel Chari. He would have been the third. And so it was essentially a first and a second. And I think that's kind of the starting point. The real interesting part for the Flames is, are there any pieces around the league that you either take some of those picks and flip them for that can help you in the shorter term? Yeah. Or is there another player on another roster somewhere that really intrigues them that's available? Given how high he plays up in the lineup, he's no worse than a second line. He's probably, you know, on the Flames, he's a first line right shot center. But on a... I think he's a top end number two center. Me too. And so to me, he really needs to play with really good players and point producers to pile up goals and assists yeah. the way that he did a couple. But of years he does ago. kill penalties. He's a right shot. He's good on faceoffs. Man, he looked good here. I mean, I don't know if Calgary would even. I just caught. don't think the Oilers can afford him either. Yeah. Well, that's that's a, that's a fair assessment. I'm going to ask you a couple. We've got a text here saying, Bob, could the Oilers get to Foley? Half retained from New Jersey. If they gave up a number one in New Jersey, sent a pick back. Frank, what do you think? What's is it too early for New Jersey to? Uh, you know, I mean, you've got contacts throughout the league. What's your sense on or what's happened in New Jersey this year? By the way, well, they've lost four of their top six defensemen. I love that Damon Severson last week. Whenever he played against the Devils. He didn't call them out, but he basically said, when you said goodbye to me and Ryan Graves, he said, I knew they were in tough based on what they were asking their young guys to do. And that was before Dougie Hamilton was out for the season with a torn pectoral muscle, before Jonas Siegenthaler missed time. What team in the league can survive missing four wow. of their top 60? It's just year you. over year, it doesn't happen. Well, and convert, so, knock wood, look at Edmonton's D. I mean, they've played the same six guys for 25 games here. Yeah, and I, I'd be curious to see how much longer that goes on. I actually had uh, a new trade targets board drop today, and one of those defensemen is Brett, on there. Brett Kulak? Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, okay, it's so... A, the that, thought process is really easy, right? Yeah, I mean, you, Broberg's playing Brett, it. Broberg, I talked to two pro scouts from visiting teams in the last two weeks, and they both said Broberg's ready to play in the NHL based on how he's playing in the NHL, especially given that Kulak doesn't kill penalties and obviously isn't on the power play. So the thought process there is as much as I, I actually think the Oilers like Kulak, and I think Kulak really likes being an Oiler, that to find salary cap space somewhere, you're going to have to make tough decisions. And Ken Holland showed last year in trading Tyson Barry that he's willing to do that, that I think right now with the trust of the coaching staff, what you can get from Broberg is pretty darn close. If not the, yeah. s the same from Kulak 
and you get a $2 million savings if you were to move Kulak that you can then use for the acquisition of something else. Yeah. Uh, back to Toffoli with New Jersey. Punt. By the way, Fogle and um, McLeod really deserve a lot of credit because they could have been in that same category and yeah. they're not. Well, I, I wonder whether or not, and I'm serious about this, and Paul, uh, is it Karpelka? He's not going to want to hear this. I wonder whether or not Warren Fogle would stay with a slight haircut at Edmonton. Well, it's not Paul Kropelka because he works for the Florida Panthers. But I'm sorry, who is I? Who's he? Who's he? Uh, Joe? Is it Resnick? Now I got to look it up on the fly. My apologies. It's it is Joe Resnick. Yes. Okay. Why? What, what was uh, Kropelka with them that same agent? Look at you negotiating deals mid-season. There you go. Was that? Love, love well, to hear. No, wait a sec. Was Kropelka with that agency at one time? Where was he before? Was he not an agent at one time? He was an agent, but I don't think he was Warren Fogel's agent. Okay. I could be wrong. No, no, no. I, I thought maybe the same agency. I know you're a big fan. Was Ryan Martin with uh, Kurt Overhart, by the way? Uh, <laughs> I, think he was. I don't. I've only ever really known Ryan Martin as, as being a front office executive. Yeah, he was with, obviously, Ken Holland in Detroit, and then that uh, was with the Rangers. Um, yep. All right. So you didn't answer. Do you think they, they'd punt on, would they trade to Foley, the Devils, if they, fall, if they can't? I think mix. it's early. Yeah. I think they really are trying to find themselves in the race. They're sort of right there along with a bunch of other teams. The Penguins, if you squint hard, the Caps, the Flyers are coming back to earth, losing four straight. I mean, the Flyers are probably going to sell off a few pieces, and my guess is slide out of it. The door is open for the Devils to get in. It's just I think they need so much surgery to do it. And to really be an authentic yeah. threat that it's hard to envision a path for this year for them to really be that team. And sometimes it's just, you guys in Edmonton know, unfortunately, sometimes it's just not your year. Yeah. Well, it, for a lot of fans, they thought it wasn't going to be Edmonton's year at the start of the year. We'll see what happens this weekend, Frank. Hey, we went a whole segment without discussing the 2018 thing. We'll have more information on that. I know uh, you only asked me uh, every, every couple weeks for... 18 months now. Well, but it so, is. Yeah. we're going to have more information February 5th, right, from the London police? Yep. And that'll uh, give us a greater indication of where we're at on that front. Frank, have an awesome weekend. Take care, Bob. Hey, Frank, See if, if that you... can turn into 16 tomorrow. Uh, afternoon games against the Preds haven't exactly gone well, have they? No, they, got, they lost 5-2. That was the day Cam Moon and myself did the triple header. We did, What's that? We did uh, Oilers, Preds, broadcast the game. Golden Bears football playoff game. They bombed Saskatchewan, and then we went to Golden Bears hockey that night. Triple header. Mm. That's what it's all about, man. That's when you live in large. That is that is the Edmonton special right there. Hey, keep keep up coaching. I hear you're pretty good at it. Eh, we'll see. All right. Thanks, Frank. See you, Bob. 624 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. You're listening to Oilers now. Some guests in Oilers now receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite place to celebrate your special occasion. Try a Wagyu steak today. Florida and Pittsburgh are tied 1-1 in the second period. Sasha Barkov got careened into by Chris Letang. Kind of... I don't know if Barkov saw me. Hit him about six feet from the boards. And Barkov hit the back of his head against the board, the bench is back in the back of his head and he was out. And I'm t- I'm telling you this right now, Florida is the wrong team to uh to do that to. Pittsburgh start Florida's got the type of team they can throw down. They got about as tough as Florida and Minnesota, the two toughest teams in the league. I expect some fireworks. 
No chance Barkov comes back in the game tonight. None whatsoever. With close to 35 years in business, Brentridge Ford's got many longtime loyal customers. If you currently own an F-150, you can get up to 16 k off of a new F-150. If you want to be treated fairly at every aspect of vehicle ownership and get award-winning service, call our friends at Brent Ridge Ford, 780-352-6048. Ask for Rich, Johnny, and Uncle Melton sales and Kevin, Margie, and Mike in service. Remember, cars cost less in Edmonton. And guests and Oilers now receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite place to celebrate your special occasion. Try a Wagyu steak today. Thomas Dias has a global news weather traffic update at 6.30. Reed Wilkins and Ben Scrivens. Brendan Escott still to come on orders now.